War on Terror had drastic human consequences. Today I'm talking about the Mauritanian. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a serious movie, which is The Mauritanians, hence why I'm a little less uh, jovial in my descriptions than I would normally be. But uh, yeah, so this movie is based on a a memoir from a uh, former Guantanamo Bay detainee. Um, so it's it's a tough it's a tough one to watch and kind of take in but i think it's an important reminder of what we do when we're scared and what we do when we want answers regardless of whether those are correct or not so without further ado let's get started with the 20th anniversary of september 11th past there's been a lot of somber reflection on what was lost on that day the lives that were lost and paths that were irreparably changed At the same time, there's been a push to reconcile with how we, as a nation, responded and what we allowed to happen in our name, which frankly includes a lot of awful stuff we don't like to talk about, including the perpetual terror of drone strikes, two wars that cost immense amount of money and higher human costs, and as today's film covers, torturing and imprisoning people for for years without trial. Tahar Rahim plays Amadou Ouloud Salih, a man who was imprisoned shortly after the September 11th terrorist attacks due to alleged ties to Osama bin Laden. Nearly a decade later, Salih's case ends up in front of lawyer Nancy Hollander, who agrees to take on the case pro bono after a recent Supreme Court ruling. But there's a mountain of bureaucracy and lies in Salih's own distrust to get over before they can get the accused man in front of a judge, let alone get him free. Based on the premise, I know that this is a film that's preaching to the choir instead of reaching a bunch of unconvinced people. By this point, bringing up the tactics used in the War on Terror is considered an in-the-past by comparison to more pressing issues like the pandemic or whatever the right wing is on about today. Regardless, I think the movie is something more of my country people need to see. The movie is approaching its subject from four emotional angles represented by the lead characters. First, we have Slahi, who is mostly an, igna- mostly an enigma to the audience, but we understand right away that he was not involved in the September 11th attacks. There's no hard evidence tying him to anything, and he's been interrogated for years, so anything he said under that level of duress doesn't hold water. The movie shows us Slahi after he's been traumatized, and asks us to listen to his experience, which effectively and terrifying reveals the green-tinted flashbacks and more intense camera work and violence that he encountered firsthand. So why is this important? Because the film wants you to experience the tactics firsthand, and understand why somebody would give a false confession. And that leads us to Nancy. Jodie Foster's Nancy Hollander starts off as a representative of an ideal that everyone deserves proper representation in court. While her younger colleague attempts to bond with Slahi, Nancy keeps everything at a distance to avoid getting burned in in case anything awful does come up and in her mind helps her do her job more effectively. But as objective as she attempts to be, getting Slahi to trust her and listening to his story and seeing him as a person is crucial to understanding his case and defending him properly. You can't get the information you need or have him give his best case without a human connection. You need connection to go with your principles. 
On the other end, Nancy's younger colleague, Terry, played by Shane Lee Woodley, demonstrates the danger of coming in completely emotional. It makes you very vulnerable to wild swings as new information comes out and can affect your work. And finally, we have Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Couch, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. And Couch is a type I know a lot of people want to exist more of. An old-school man who sticks to his principles, who finds himself at odds with the entire military and administration, despite clear trust in the military complex and strong Christian values. Couch's story is the one aimed at folks on the outside looking in, since he lost a friend in one of the 9-11 flights and takes a personal interest in bringing the responsible parties to justice. But he immediately discovers that nothing adds up. There's no evidence. All he can find is hearsay. And people are stonewalling him at every turn when he tries to get information. He's realizing that this isn't a case worth prosecuting, and he's truly torn about it because he cannot bring himself to levy charges against someone because someone's gotta pay. He wants actual justice, not the illusion of it. Combined together, you get an extreme indictment of, frankly, our country, especially in this time period. Because legally, emotionally, morally, and as a human being, there were countless things that were done in our name that can never be undone. The verdict is, it's a good reminder. Though hard to watch, the Mauritanian is a sober reminder about the war on terror's human costs. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.